0: welcome to homeschool on i'm your host rebecca homeschool mom of five little munchkins so lovable and i was homeschooled myself that's my story that's my song it's me kind of summed up in a little nutshell and today's episode is about working from home while homeschooling. Now I know I have touched on this before, but I have had multiple requests to talk about it again. So here I am talking about the insanity of my life. And I don't know if it's gonna convince you that this is possible. I feel like it is because I'm doing it, but I wanna share a little bit of my story. I wanna share some things that I have learned along the way. And I wanna share with you maybe some some tools, some tips, some practical things that you can Think about whether you are considering working from home or maybe you are working from home and feel like you're losing your mind, cause I've been there. So solidarity sister, grab yourself coffee and maybe pen and paper. It is 2.21 AM and so I have a lot of that running through my system right now. All right, saddle up and let's get started. First of all, who am I? What do I do? What's my little work from home enterprise. Obviously, this right here is a part of it. I don't podcast for free. Um, Well, actually I do. I don't charge anyone anything and I don't make any money off of it, but blogging in general, I do make money off of and that is my business. That's a part of my business. Part of my business is advertising, is uh, working with clients and companies and sharing stuff that I love and so I work with companies in that way. I also make affiliate money so that means that I share a link and when people purchase through it, then I get a very small percentage, like very pit and small, but you know, it adds up. And another way that I make money is through courses that I sell and design and products and all of that different kind of stuff. I also am writing books. I have written one book, Journal Me Organized and that's all about planning and creating your own planning system. And I am currently writing a series of four Bible curriculum through Masterbooks. So I am a writer, I am a speaker, about to head out actually this week, and I'm going to be speaking across the United States and here in Canada. And I am a blogger and, you know, just all of those things. It's a lot. There's a lot of facets to my work from home little business. I also sell, Usborne Books. I mean what else can we add you guys? Let's just throw it all on there and I could probably do it. Can but but maybe shouldn't. Maybe shouldn't is the is the better word we should be using here. So I do a lot. I do a lot. Probably more than most people realize. I feel like a failure a lot and I honestly feel like I have to choose a lot of the time to be home be with my kids, be with my family. Because really all I have, if I want to give the best of myself is my family and my husband, my work and homeschool. There's nothing left. There's no room for friendship. There's no room for investing. There's no room for ministry. There's no room for anything else in my life that is all consuming. It takes everything but I'm not like that. Okay. I I do mostly stay home. I'm very introverted and I'm a homebody always have been, always will be. However, I do have friends. I know, miraculous, right? So I do get out there and I do choose to set aside work and deadlines and even school for the sake of my own sanity and my kids' sanity and to get out there and get involved in stuff. I do ministry and worship lead and different things. So I still do value those things, but my main value, my main focus has to be my family and work. And so there's a lot of times that I have to say no. And that's a little uncomfortable. I like saying yes. I like pleasing people. I don't know what to say, but I've had to learn over the years that there's a lot of times that I need to say no. I've also learned over the years that there are times that I need to say yes. Just because I have a deadline, just because I have a work project on the go does not mean that I have to say no to everything, nor that I should. There are times when something else is more important. Something trumps it. Maybe I have worked so hard and I'm going insane. I'm, I'm losing my steam or even my creativity and I need that break for myself. Maybe I, my kids need that break. Maybe I need to do it for the sake of friendship or for the sake of going out with my husband. There's lots and lots of things that trump a work deadline or a school project. Really, those things in my mind are not the first priority. It's about the relationships that I have and the relationships with my family. So, these are just this, I'm just trying to explain my life a little bit before I get into it. But my life is really crazy. I am writing, I have a very like crazy writing schedule and lots of deadlines I'm dealing with. Meanwhile, I'm preparing for speaking and, you know, trying to manage everything else that I do. So I feel like I really, probably work full-time and if I don't work full-time, I should be working full-time because that is, that's my life and if I wanted to give the best that I possibly could to my work, I would work full-time but unfortunately, there would be nothing left. There would be nothing left for my family, for my home, for homeschooling and so I don't work full-time but I work a lot. If I'm not spending time with my family, if I'm not spending time with my husband or friends, then I'm working. That's pretty much, that's my life. That's what I'm doing. And thank God, I love my job. I love what I do. It's basically everything that I ever wanted to be or do and didn't even realize. I had no idea that this world even existed. And I never would have come into this if it weren't for literally falling in my lap. And all of a sudden it was like, boom, blogging. And I love it. I find it so fulfilling. The thought of giving it up is really depressing. And a little while ago, I had to come to that place where I had to decide if I was willing to give it up and and realize that I was placing maybe too much of my identity in this and needed to reset my priorities. Fast forward... I'm still doing what I'm doing, but it was a good wake-up call for me, and I am really passionate about finding that balance, not in being the perfect mom, not in doing everything perfectly, because I know now that that is completely impossible and unattainable, but rather to, to realize that I, I want to balance my priorities. I want to be able to work really hard. And then say, you know what? Yeah, I have a deadline and that deadline is going to be missed because I choose to go out with my husband tonight. I choose to do this or do that. I set my own hours. This is the benefit of what I do. And yeah, I said this would be done. Or yeah, I I am going to have to get up really early tomorrow, but I choose this because I have the right and the ability to choose this. And so learning how to balance when to say no, when to say yes, and, and balancing out what's important to me and where I need to be investing my time. So that's a little bit of my story. One of the hardest things, if you want to talk about one of the most challenging things about working from home that I have found, especially more recently that my, my work has just really, really taking off, is setting limits, setting boundaries. The hardest part with working from home is that your work is at your fingertips all the time it's always there. I could be having a conversation and working on the side, responding to comments. I mean, I never leave my work behind me. Sometimes I look at someone like my husband who goes to work and comes home and I know things weigh on him. I know he still thinks about them and he gets text messages here and there, but the reality is is that he walks away from his job He comes home, he gets to watch a nice show and spend time with his kids and and work on stuff around the house and go snowmobiling or dirt biking or whatever else they do. And and me, I just always work because my work is always here and it never leaves me. And so I have realized that that's never going to change unless I choose to change it. I have to set limitations and boundaries on my work if I ever want to have a life outside of it. And I have to see it as a job where people are gonna understand if I'm not gonna respond until the next business day. And starting to to view it as, as a little bit more professional where it's okay to set limitations, it's okay to have boundaries for my job and take time off. And I am learning that, I'm, I'm not saying I have learned that, I am learning that. Maybe I did say I have learned that, but that's a lie because I'm, I'm a work in progress. The other thing that I'm finding is that I used to do so much of my work at night, you guys, like so much of it, but I don't know if things are changing for me or if I am just learning, but at night I am not near as effective, partly because I'm trying to snuggle in bed with my husband and watch a nice show or something like that. I'm very distracted and so I get very little done. It's better to just put it away, enjoy the nice show with my husband, and get up the next day and actually be able to give it my full attention. Not only that, but I am much more creative and inspired. I need a certain zone and place, even in my own life, for me to get to that place of inspiration and creativity. It's not gonna happen when I'm in bed and relaxed and half-focused and watching a show. It's just not. So these are things that I am learning. These are things that I am identifying within myself. My best time to work. Now, when it comes to homeschooling and blending all that together, that is where it gets complicated. Yeah? Someone out there who works from home is saying, "Uh uh-huh, it's complicated because all of a sudden you don't just have parenting, you don't just have spending time with your husband, you don't just have cleaning your home and making meals, and you're not just trying to balance all of that with working. You are now trying to balance all of your children's education. I have five kids. I'm trying to balance everything that I feel like is important to me that they learn and creating this atmosphere and cultivating learning in my home and a lifestyle of learning at the same time as working almost full time. Oh, and having time for myself. Don't forget the house and oh, please make a home-cooked meal. <sighs> okay, so... Here's where I'm at. And I'm actually in this new season right now. I don't know if anyone has seen, I've been posting my last podcast was about maybe stepping off the cliff into something a little more unschooly. Now that I've had a lot more time to process, I realize it's probably not as unschooly as it is Charlotte Mason. I feel like I'm going more towards Charlotte Mason, less towards formal education, and and a little bit of unschooling, child-directed learning. And here is what I am kind of learning. I'm going to tell you what I've kind of decided towards the end of this, but I wanted, I want to share a few of the things that have brought me to this point. So the first thing is I have had to identify my limitations. What I want in my head just isn't possible. It isn't. My head wants a whole lot of things. My head pretty much wants everything it sees. My eyes are so much bigger than my stomach when it comes to homeschooling. And my head is like all the curriculum. I just I just kind of look around me like somebody who's got like a, I don't know, I don't even know what I have. I have like split personality disorder or something because everything I see, I want, I want, I want. That looks good. That looks good. That, I'm like Dory off Finding Nemo. Everything looks good. I want to do it all. Oh. And so I want to plan this amazing luxury homeschool day where we do everything in the world, just everything in the world. We learn everything. But the reality is, is that this is not possible. It wouldn't be possible even if I wasn't working from home. My, my eyes bigger than my stomach is such a problem that, that what I want is actually just impossible, even if I could homeschool full time. So I have had to come to this point of realizing, oh, I have limitations. I talk a lot with people about family dynamics. You need to understand your family dynamics. When you're considering curriculum, please consider your family dynamics. Do you have a new baby? Are you moving? Do you have a job? These are all things you should consider when considering curriculum. And yet here I am ignoring my family dynamics and deciding I want to do it all. And then realizing very disappointedly that I cannot. And that really comes down to my dynamics. Okay. I have limitations. I work from home and I work a lot. I have a lot of deadlines and I have a lot that I have to get done in a day. So my choices here are, are pretty slim. I mean, I have the choice of either giving up my job to homeschool full time and make it everything that I want in my head and possibly my kids won't enjoy that option very much or I have to compromise what I want in my head. I need to reset that and that is not easy to do. I want a lot of things and to just let go of that and decide that I can't do all those things is not easy because that's my that's how I measure it. That is how I measure the success of my homeschool day is based off of how many things we do and every time I see somebody post something some new curriculum some new activity I want to do it too and I just I just run around like a chicken with my head cut off. So I am learning in this season that I need to identify what are my limitations and now how can I adjust my homeschool, my curriculum, my entire design and rhythm and routine around my limitations. So the first thing I feel like you need to do is you need to figure out how how much time do you need for your job? Are you working like three hours a day, four hours a day? What's something that's reasonable that you won't fall too far behind? That's giving it kind of the least amount that you can because we all know we can waste a ton of time. We could take lots of courses. We could all work full time if we chose to. But but really, what's the least amount of work you can give it? Get the most done And, and yet what's that minimum? What's that number that you just know? I have to give it at least this amount. Is it three hours a day? Is it four hours a day? Is it five hours a day? Is it one hour a day? Whatever. Identifying what you actually need. And then you have to find ways to homeschool around that. You have to. That might mean you need to shift your curriculum. That might mean you need to let go of curriculum. That might mean you need to change your day, your routine, your schedule. That might mean you need to say no to a heck of a lot of extracurricular activities. I don't know what it means for you, but you are going to have to sit down, identify how much time do I have in a day? How much time do all these things take me? And what do I need to cut? Because I pretty much guarantee you there's things that need to be cut. I have learned that my heart and my head are in a constant battle. It's like Lord of the Rings up in here. My head is wanting all of these things. It's just a feast of everything I see on social media. And my heart, my heart wants the atmosphere, the environment. It wants my kids to have this, this, this amazing journey of homeschooling, this, these memories of it, of this rich, nostalgic... I want it to last. I want it to mean something. And so it, my heart is actually not desiring curriculum, boxes, quizzes, tests, fill in the blank. My heart is desiring this atmosphere and environment of learning that is exploratory and curiosity and artistic and, and beautiful. And And yet my head is running the direction that is completely opposite from that. So when I realize that I am in a battle, that, that, you know, it's like Mordor up in here, and I have to really decide what is going to win. What is going to win? What is, something's got to win here, because I can't keep battling. Some people can, but I have to choose one. I don't get both. I don't get to decide what my head wants and my heart wants and find a way to make those work. I don't even really get to compromise. I have to choose one. Am I following my head or am I following my heart? And when it comes to homeschooling, I have had to choose to follow my heart. And really, if you want to know more about where my heart is at last week's podcast episode, I share a lot more about where I am on this journey, and I'm even a lot farther along now, one week later, of where I am today, just in processing and planning out things and, and just, just writing and journaling and, and researching. I feel like I have a much better idea now than I did when I first did that. At that point, I was just ranting about what I thought and postulating ideas. But but today, I am realizing, and this week, I'm realizing that, that things really happen. to shift and that I cannot I actually cannot do both of those I have to choose one direction (sighs) man I don't even necessarily know is this steps like like maybe I should have written am I am I coming up with steps to a productive no this is just this is literally just my thoughts and as you can see they're really really jumbled and maybe I should have written stuff out before I feel like that might have been wisdom All right, the next thing I feel like I need to talk about is routines. I am at this point where I am having to figure out, I've got my my homeschool routine and I have my work routines. (sighs) Those don't fit together. So I am having to figure out how I can create a routine that is going to fit when I need it to fit without sacrificing my values and the must have and the priorities because there are just some things like deadlines you guys there are deadlines there are things that have to get done it just unfortunately everything else has to fall to school work has to fall to the wayside when it comes to eating it just does eating is more important than doing school and a deadline on my blog that I someone's paid for and it needs to get done that's more important than school there's a lot of things in my mind that are more important than school, which is unfortunate for school. But, but then I vacillate because then I feel like, oh, I just want this day. that. But then we go back to point number one. Point number one being that day is not possible for me. So when I see other people's stuff, when I compare myself to other things on social media, I am learning another thing. Add this to your list. You can't compare yourself. You can't compare yourself. You have to base your life, your routine, and your limitations and boundaries off of your own environment, off of your own family dynamics, your own lifestyle. And so identifying what all those things are for you and then coming up with something that is sustainable. So that brings me to where I am today. What does that bring me to when I'm when I'm looking at homeschooling, when I'm looking at curriculum for this next year, when I'm looking at at my routine and my day and my rhythm and and everything that I envision and want for my homeschool in my heart, and everything I have to do for my work and my job, and 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 how does that all smush together? I feel like it's just not looking very pretty at this point, but but it does. This is what I have decided. <laughs> I have decided that in order to sustain this, in order to make something that is actually going to blend everything I value, I value unschooling. I value child-directed learning. I value the idea of less workbooks. I value Charlotte Mason principles of art and nature journaling and exploration and music studies and composer studies and picture studies and, and copywork and narration and and read-alouds and living books. And i I value all those things far more than a curriculum that they fill in the blanks. Sure, I've got less to show for it, but I feel like that is a richer education than curriculum. So so when I look at those things that I value and I want for my homeschool, and when I look at my limitations for my work and the deadlines and the amount of time that I need to invest, I have come to the point of deciding that we are going to do school three days a week. <laughs> That's it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and two days a week, Tuesday, Thursday are going to be my work days, full-time work days. My kids are free range children on Tuesdays and Thursdays. They get to do what they do. They get to play outside. They have no limitations on them. The only things I'm going to get them to do on Tuesdays and Thursdays is about half an hour. They have to do their math. And they have to do, what else was I going to do? Our Bible, our math. It's like half an hour. Half an hour to an hour. We start off in the morning. We get those things done. And then I'm going to say this to them. And I haven't tested this to know how it's going to go. So I'll let you know. But I'm going to say to them, listen, okay, you have all day. You guys have, you know, I have limitations on their on their iPads and their tablets. So you have your hour of Minecraft and then that's done, You that you can do at some point today. You have your rooms you can play in, you can go outside, you can do whatever you want, you can play games. But here is the one thing that I want from you today. At some point today, you have to decide something you're interested in. You have to draw or, or illustrate it in some way. And then you have to research and write a few things that you learn about it on your own. I am gonna give my kids an assignment of child directed learning. And and I, you know what, I might not even say they have to do it. I would love, I would actually really, my vision for that is I want my kids to get into notebooking and I want them to each have a notebook and just every Tuesday and Thursday is notebooking days and they add one page to their notebook, that's it tiny little bit of writing I'm essentially thinking of nature journaling really find something draw a little picture of a bird paint something whatever write some little facts about it and that's it there's a nice notebooking page that we have but it's child directed what is something you are interested in if you're interested in cars go research that car try to draw that car and and what are some of the cool features what do you think is interesting about that so I want to leave that space for child-directed learning and, and I want to give them the tools for it, but I don't wanna be the one dictating it or deciding how it's going to look. I even want to maybe say, okay, it doesn't have to be notebooking. You are allowed to do whatever you want, but you have to learn something about something. And then you have to present it to us in some way. So if you're not gonna do it on a notebooking page, then you need to either make a video or just be like able to give us an oral presentation tonight when we have dinner. We're gonna reconvene at dinner. You have all day long to play and do whatever you want. All I ask is that you learn something about something you're interested in, and at dinner, you're going to share it with the rest of us. So now we're building in this oral narration, this child-directed learning and unschooling. At the same time, I am getting two full days of work in, and we are getting three full, beautiful days of Charlotte Mason homeschooling. And on those Charlotte Mason days, pretty much all morning is nature journaling and going for a walk and um, art and music and Bible and copy work and read alouds and all of those things. And in the afternoon, they're just going to do again, their math and maybe their brave writer, you know, like we're going to do our, we're doing our Pippi Longstocking Club and stuff like that. So just, just that's it. That's it. So way less actual bookwork school and way more Charlotte Mason, but I love, I'm so excited about this because I love the fact that it's going to work with my life of work right now. I do not get two full days. Even if I break it up into five days, I don't generally get that. I do maybe once a week where I like just crazy work, like today where it's two forty-six AM and I'm still wide awake because my friend gave me coffee which was really nice of her because I knew I'd have to work all night. And so here I am. But for the most part, I don't do this. For the most part, I work, you know, maybe two to three hours a day. So to be able to just say, okay, I'm going to do two full days of that. And then the rest of the time, I am going to really just focus on my family. And I'm not going to work at night. At night, I'm going to rest, I'm going to spend time with my husband, I'm going to go out on dates with him. I'm going to watch that show I want to watch or read a book or have nice tea and do some journaling. I get to do what I want to do because I get two full days of work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I may have to add in Saturdays. We're going to see how it goes. But, But I am excited about this because I feel like I have found a way to let go of some of the things my head wants to identify my own limitations and work that in, but also to figure out something that I think is sustainable. Now, I haven't tried this out, so I can't say to you guys, yes, this is sustainable and this is my proof of that. But I do think that this is sustainable. And so I'm going to update you guys at some point. I don't know when. Let's give it a little bit of time. I'm speaking every two weeks for the next few months. So I'm going to have like one of these weeks and then I'm gonna have not one of these weeks. So, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I am excited about it. If you guys want to read more, I'm going to post a little bit more in the podcast episode on the actual blog. You can find that at homeschoollawn.com and then hit the podcast either on my menu or on the homepage there and you can find this episode and I will post a little bit more information and details there about what I'm thinking, my schedule, my routine, maybe even a little look inside my planner of, of my Charlotte Mason kind of loop that I want to do, that kind of thing. So come over and check that out. I would love to see you on my blog. if you guys want to see me speak, I would love, love, love to meet you at one of these conventions. I'm speaking in Nashville. I'm speaking in Atlanta and I'm speaking in Denver. I'm also speaking in Red Deer, Alberta. And so I know that some of you may be listening to this a year down the road and I won't be speaking any of those places, but if you are in one of those places, then you need to check it out. And that's homeschoolon.com forward slash go forward slash speaking all right so any other links anything else I didn't really talk about or give any other links today I just shared my story but you guys come on over check out the blog I will post that picture inside my planner and if you like what you heard I would love to have you subscribe to my podcast episode I try to do these every week it's a little hit and miss because hey you know my life but next week particularly I'm going to be speaking and flying and traveling all that weekend so I don't think I'm going to be able to podcast so I may not get to it next week, but just bear with me. I am taking your guys' advice. If you have something you want to see or hear here on this podcast, please, please, please take the time to send me an email because I am seriously feel like what else is there to say at this point? I feel like I've said it all. But I would love to hear from you if you have something specific that you would like to hear or see here on the podcast or on my blog or in a live video. The last thing I'll mention is I have an insane video that took me pretty much two full days to make. It is my LA Language Arts Comparison video that is going live on YouTube Monday tomorrow? Today, I guess. Today. And it is going to be premiered on Facebook Live with many of the people that are in the video. is going to be premiered on Tuesday. So if you are listening to this anytime after that, then you can just go find them at those places. It's going to be on YouTube, you guys. It's going to be on Facebook. And the links will be in this podcast episode. So come check that out. It is 14 language arts curriculum. I, somebody just bash me once and they said it's curricula, but I just can't even do it. I can't. I've said curriculum so much that that's what it is. So 14 language arts curricula, yeah, we're just, we're just going to say curriculum. That's just going to be where it's at. So I will be grammatically incorrect and still homeschool my children. Imagine that. Um, so it's 14 different curriculum, you guys, and it's amazing. Like, Sunlight, and Bookshark, and Moving Beyond the Page, and Language Lessons for Living Education, and Learning Language Arts Through Literature, and My Father's World, and Brave Writer, and Winter Promise, and what else? Oh my goodness, there's so many. I'm gonna look, you guys. It's here somewhere life pack christian light education abecca the good and the beautiful grammar galaxy all about reading so i have all of those and i show you inside all those different curriculum and i talk a little bit about them who they'll work well for what learning styles or homeschool style they'll work the best for and i would love for you guys to check that out and let me know what you think it'd be especially fun if you join us live because coffee and live chatting so anyways just saying hope you guys have an amazing week and I hope that if you work at home and you homeschool that you find your balance and you find what works for you and if you have something you want to hear on this podcast then send me an email because I may not always respond but I always read them and I would love to hear from you guys talk to you later